So this week in Q News, uh, starting off talking about the Prop 8 trial that's going on in San Francisco, and the big shocker for the week, Judge Vaughn Walker, who is the presiding judge, is apparently a homosexual. And while I would think that this would totally be in our favor, everyone... He's a Republican? Uh, I don't know that he's a Republican, but he was put on the bench by George W. Bush. What? Yeah, surprising. I don't, I don't think that necessarily means he's a Republican, though. But um, When did he come out? I, I guess he's always, he's never officially, like, come out, as in, like, you know, he's on the cover of The Advocate or something, but he's just, it's never really been, like, he's never denied it, he's never said anything about it, it just kind of, like, was, and it was in the background, and if someone asked, like, it's, it was his private life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but somehow, I guess, I, the SF Chronicle apparently thought they were breaking this as, like, a new story, and he was kind of just, like, yeah, so, and moving on, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't really, like, all up in arms about it. But, um, of course, everybody is saying that this isn't going to affect his decision in the trial because he's an impartial judge, and, you know, obviously we would want that because that would be grounds for an appeal, which you can tell the other side is already setting themselves up for. You know, they're like, oh, of course we think he's going to be impartial. However, there have been a number of rulings, you know what I mean? Um, But there's also this uh, other thing that uh, the gay community was kind of upset with him about in the past. I guess when he was a private attorney... He represented the U.S. Olympic Committee in their successful bid to keep the San Francisco um, Gay Olympics from infringing on its name. So Mm. when he was asked about that, his response was, life is full of irony. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I love this judge. He's kind of funny. But um, yeah, so that'll be interesting to see how that works. And I, I find solace in knowing that he's gay. I mean, I feel you have to make the right decisions when you're gay. You know, you can't be wrong. There are gay politicians, I mean, not out gay politicians, but that rule against, you know, gay agendas and things like that. Like, we saw that whole documentary about it. I mean, the ones that are kind of in oh, the closet. Oh, the ones that are in the closet. Yeah. He's not closeted. He's just like, whatever. He's like, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm just saying he's that just because anything. he's homosexual doesn't mean he's going to 
vote in our favor. I just like to believe that we as a people are smarter than others. And so the fact that he's gay <laughs> gives me hope that he can make the right decisions. Wow. <laughs> oh, the, yes, I do have some evidence to back that up. My 1994 <laughs> freshman through senior year AP class, one third of us is gay. See, there very you go. Very proud of that. Right Thank you very much. Advanced placement, 94. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to whatever Daily City. <laughs> moving on. Speaking of lesser intelligent people, moving on to Sarah Palin. Notice oh she's not God. gay. I think she's just closeted. She could be closeted. No, I don't no. want her. I don't oh. want to claim no. her. No, please don't claim her. We're not claiming her. Okay, so Sarah Palin thinks that we should have our rights put on the back burner. Of course she does. You know, would you expect anything else? So I guess when she was asked yesterday or Sunday on Fox News, um, should the rule don't ask, don't tell for the military be, be repealed? Sarah Palin said, I don't think so right now. I'm surprised that the president spent time on that in his State of the Union speech when he only spent about 9% of his time in the State of the Union on national security issues. Isn't the military part of a national security issue? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would think that that would be a big issue. Why is she still security. being interviewed? Like, why is she relevant? She completely bailed on Alaska. She I didn't know. finish her term. Why are we still asking her questions? Well, she thought governing Alaska was a back burner issue, too, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, she wrote a book. Everyone wants to listen to her. Oh, now. good gracious. Yes. Uh, yeah, have you read that book, Abney? <laughs> I haven't read that book yet. What queer hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> but I had a very enjoyable flight out of Texas, out of the George W. Bush airport. Go figure. Yeah. It is not called George W. Bush. Yeah, and oh, one of the Jesus. one of my favorite things to page, places to patron is the Fox News uh, bar mm -hmm. and grill. Oh, um, in Texas? W yeah. It's been a while since I've been there. Yeah. It's at, at the George W. Bush Airport. Of course it is. Yeah. So, of course, it's like they're, peas and kids. Yeah, they're not in bed together at any point. Of course not. So, I'm on this flight, and someone's kicking me from behind, and it's, you know, that's the most enjoyable thing ever. Right. And so I turn, you know, with that look of like, who's kicking me? Yeah. And all I see is Sarah Palin's face <laughs> staring back at you. And I'm like, I knew it, it was her. <laughs> no, she was just on the cover. Of uh, this book that, of course, the man behind me that was kicking me was reading. Mm. Yeah, so... Clearly not queer. <laughs> Clearly of lesser intelligence. <laughs> I think he was just trying to get both sides of the agenda, you know. Maybe yeah. he was kicking your chair because he was stumbling over the big words. I think so. Yeah. I think he was frustrated. <laughs> it's, he was frustrated. And kind of anxiety-ridden. Yeah. That's Shaking what I think. Me. It's mm. unfortunate. He should go see you. <laughs> he has some issues to work out. <laughs> okay, so to continue with this quote, because I, I totally wasn't finished. Oh, bringing it back around, Sarah Palin went on to say, um, you know, that he was spending nine percent of his time in the State of the Union on national security issues, and she says that because there are things to be worried about right now with the military. I think that kind, or I think that kind of thing is on the back burner is is sufficient now. To put so much time and effort and politics into it, unnecessary. What? How many people are we losing because they're gay in the military? Like linguists and stuff. They could totally be helping our national security. It's definitely a back, a back burner issue. What else I thought was interesting about it was apparently she, over the weekend, I don't know if this was the same speech because I watched a YouTube clip of it, but she went off on this um, rant on President Obama for using a teleprompter. 
Did you guys see this? Are you serious? Which every president does. I mean, most speakers use teleprompters. Not a big deal. But the amusing part was, as she was doing this, she, she was, was reading taking... Off of <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. She was taking questions um, from an interviewer that, like, the questions were all pre-screened. She already knew what they were going to be. And then he would ask her something, and she would very obviously look at her hand. She had a cheat sheet written on the palm of her hand, like, we're in seventh grade. And, like, that that's fine. Whatever. You want some details. You need some notes. No. It was her basic platform talking points. It was, like, national security, um, like, budgeting, like, major, like, headline topics that, like... Because she's an idiot. You should be able to just know what your platform there's is. There's some real... <laughs> there's some real problems with her brain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to go on and to make... And to have an issue about teleprompters and use a cheat sheet. A palm. Yeah. A palm. <laughs> a palm prompter. And not a palm pilot, <laughs> but your palm. <laughs> a palm prompter. And things are smudged. Yeah. Because she's sweating. But it wasn't even like, you know, okay, you, maybe you can't remember a certain statistic. And you want to make sure you have that. But no, you want to remember that you need to talk about national security. Get the wow. fuck out of here. I wish she had given her, put our notes on her cleavage or something. That would have been <laughs> my money. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's an idiot. Wow. But what's even more disturbing is that people still believe she can run a country, or even Alaska for that matter. Have Clearly, you someone met thought she could the run rest Alaska. of our country? They're not the brightest. Because she's as dumb as I am, so <laughs> that feels good. You know what? I want my president to be way smarter than me. Yeah. That feels good. Look at Governor, uh, the governor. I kind of feel like, like he's not all that yeah. intelligent either, and people totally voted for him. I kind of feel like you're right. People are looking at her like she's like the Ron Jeremy of politics. Mm-hmm. Like if she can do it, so can I. Right. You like know? it gives them. No, but seriously, look who else was running against Arnold Schwarzenegger. There was like Mini Me was running. There was like all these ridiculous candidates. <laughs> Mini Me was running. Do you remember? That? <laughs> yeah. All these people. There was a famous short. Person. There were a lot of crazy like. D-list celebrity Gary, Gary Coleman, Coleman. Oh, Gary Mini-Me. Coleman <laughs> Is that who you're calling Mini-Me? No there, really Mini-Me was, was also From um, Wow Austin Powers Was also oh, no. I think he was also running I don't know I think Schwar- Comparing Schwarzenegger And Palin that's, I don't know I mean Schwarzenegger's not my favorite well, But they're both Republican for Yeah women. I mean Sure So is McCain But I wouldn't compare McCain and Palin You know what I mean <laughs> Like Palin's just on another planet in terms of politics. I don't know how she even entered the political arena. Empty cardboard box on her head. It's unbelievable. (laughs) She's like a cardboard box with shoulder pads. That's why her hair is so high. Mm -hmm. Higher the hair, closer to God. Um, Okay, and then my final news bit, which, I mean, probably should be better for Rainbow Rumors, but I just had to talk about it. RuPaul's Drag Race is back! Um, love excuse it. me, why do you get to talk about that? Because I love it. It's like my favorite That's show. That's not a news item. And I met Alaska Thunderfuck at the Lady Gaga party. She's on uh, last season's like intro credits. And no, Charlie, that wasn't her given birth name. I know you asked earlier. I was being sarcastic, <laughs> asshole. Anyway. But yeah. I great mean, news items there, Jay Church. But that just led me to start thinking, there are some really great queer parties going on in the city right now. Yeah. There was the Lady Gaga tribute night. Did you get a chance to go to that? That was so fun. Probably not, because there was a line of like 75 people waiting to get in my, at 10 o'clock. It was ridiculous. My straight friend um, was, she was going to wear her Halloween costume, which was the costume from Poker Face. And um, I get there before she does. And I'm looking at all these gay men, and I wanted to text her. Like, honey, you don't even have a chance. This competition is like... Fierce. Fierce. Like, these men have been... It was Lady Gaga's Drag Race. Living Gaga. Like, there's no way you're going to win. Sorry. 
no it was way. fantastical yeah and i can't wait till they do it again because it was a it was a fundraiser for tranny shack to go to hawaii and they're gonna do it again in a bigger venue they said that they were like you know who's the big pop icon right now and it's obviously lady gaga and they're like but she's only got two albums out how many people are gonna show up what they failed it's, to remember is this is San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga The line like outside God. was like 75 people deep or something. And it took... Everybody was dressed up. It took a really long time for people to get in. Like, uh, I know a bunch of friends that actually drove by and was like, oh, hell no, I'm not waiting in that line. Did you have to get be dressed up as her? No. No. But a lot of people did. But okay. it, there was a competition. Any reason to put so, on a dress in right. the city. <laughs> so there were a lot of people yeah, dressed up. Yeah. So there's that, and then Cockwalk's coming up Saturday, which we all love. And then there's also the um, Big Top Circus, which we just recently came across. And it's got Amanda Lepore is going to be in town. fun gay boy party. Yeah, so we're excited about that. The world's number one fully functional transsexual. All right, so that's it for Q News. Let's get into Rainbow Rumors. Rainbow Rumors. So for Rainbow Rumors, um, who here watches Dexter? Dexter, yes, maybe? big fan. So good. Andrews. Did you see? Okay, so you saw the final episode of the last season, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm not ruining anything for anyone. For those listeners that have not watched the last episode, uh, you might want to skip past this. But um, you don't ever want to skip past our show. <laughs> Rita, <laughs> who was, you know, she's she's plays Dexter's wife, who got killed on the last episode. So sad. I nah, I didn't really like her character. You didn't like her? Not oh, really. Yeah, I wasn't a fan either. She was like kind of cheating on him. She kissed a guy. That's not considered cheating. Oh. Oh man. He saves that for another. Night. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you need to go see Abby. Anyway. Complicated order. <laughs> um, read on Dexter plays a lesbian on desperate housewives who falls in love with dana delaney who i used to think was super hot on china beach was it china Beach. way before your time (laughs) she's super hot redhead um but i guess she's a character on desperate housewives now and um rita is going to be playing i mean rita is not her real name rita is her dexter name (laughs) anyway she's going to be going on to desperate housewives and playing a lesbian who is a stripper love it Love so we'll have to, yeah. I don't really watch that show, I but like, I didn't even realize it was still on. Yeah. Desperate Housewives. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why? But it's funny, like <laughs> all these shows are picking up bisexual or lesbian storylines. How is she gonna fit into that show? I never really consider Housewives to be strippers, but I mean, well, they're kind of. They're. I mean, it's not boring. It's. it's but once you're a housewife, haven't you outgrown your stripping days? No, these housewives are very different. Than what you would consider like Stepford wives or something. So the stripper is going to be considered a desperate housewife, or is it just a friend? She's or is she just a desperate a des- stripper? No, she's just a desperate she's stripper. basically <laughs> dating. I think someone who lives in that neighborhood. I can see a whole new show coming off of that. Desperate, desperate strippers. strippers. <laughs> that never happens. What are you talking about? I think that'd be more interesting, actually. <laughs> what will she do for twenty bucks? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, oh enough misogyny. Oh, my God. Um, speaking of strippers, just kidding. Um, so y'all heard that West, Westboro Baptist Church was in town? Yeehaw. Is that the Fred ago? Phelps group? Yeah, that came here, and they had all these signs, and they were basically like... Didn't they protest Fiddler on the Roof? How do you protest what? Fiddler on the Roof? Mm. 
They protested. Abby, they did a bunch of random places. That. Oh, <laughs> no, they protested started. against. Ooh, she's getting it red. wasn't just she's gay people. So pissed. It wasn't just gay people this time. They did Jews and gay people. Yeah. And they um they did it outside of some Jewish school or something. Well, and they did Fiddler on the Roof. I actually have a teacher friend who teaches at a Palo Alto high school, and this high school is known to be not gay friendly, but just very open. Um, and there are a couple gay teachers there, and they targeted this school. So the principal actually um, chose to start school like a half hour later, and I guess it got um, the Westboro people like heard that, and then still showed up. And but I think also Jay Church, you were also telling me that they try to provoke people, and then they end up like having people hit them and then they turn around and sue them and so they, they've they've made so much money off lawsuits or something. I didn't tell you that, but well, I totally believe that. Well, somebody told me this, <laughs> that, um, that they're not even Christians. Like, it's just this group. The head of the group is this uh, former lawyer and he just like... That's crazy. Just, you know, basically they all go around with signs and provoke people and then people, you know somehow assault them quote unquote and then they they in turn go and sue them that's the devil's and work if i've ever they've heard made it. so much money yeah mm, so mm, mm. not a good little thing. bit of satan <laughs> <laughs> whoa that was a little bit of satan who wants a little who satan <laughs> but on a good note um sarah silverman who i love is also coming out with a new show or her i think third season or something of her show did you just pick this up during the commercial of rupaul's drag race no this is not <laughs> what my rainbow rumors is about thank you very much go ahead are you done interrupting I'm done. me go ahead thank you Sarah Silverman's um, new season is going to be on Logo now, which I love. But she also vows to not marry till gays can, which I think Brangelina also vowed that they would do. But I, I actually really like Sarah Silverman. I think she's really funny and provocative. And I like that celebrities are making that vow because, you know, it brings more um, kind of it brings it to the forefront uh, to people that follow these celebrities and maybe like think twice about getting married. You know, why get married when other people can't, you know? So mm -hmm. that was my, did she, did she show, up, show up to the Grammys in like jeans and a sweatshirt? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I think I like saw that somewhere and I was just like, no, right. really? That's the butchest thing think, I've ever heard. Yeah, but she's like, you know, has been seen on like the red carpet and like, you know, she's going to I get mean, like her I mean, that's probably latte. her shtick. Yeah, it's yeah. But she's hilarious. She's a good time. Yeah. She's oh. totally, she could Do totally be you know be her family. like that? You know, I actually saw her in New York like way back in the day Yeah. Um, at, at Caroline's. You know, it was probably like 10 years ago and a friend of mine does stand up in New York and, and there she was. It was, you know, just, you know, doing her thing like you Same know, before kind of humor? she was. Same humor. You know. She's so funny. Yeah. No, she hasn't really changed her stick very much. Yeah. Hmm. She's shocking, which I like. And she's not bad to look at. No, she's not. Fellow Jail. <laughs> <laughs> Silverman. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyway, so that's all I have for Rainbow Rumors. Let's get on to the interview. Yeehaw. All right. And we have Arza Nazami in the studio with us from Sheer Genius. Uh, do you want to say hi to everybody? Tell them what you're doing. Hello, my fellow lesbianic <laughs> superhero humans of this 
beautiful world we live in. <laughs> Live all the way from the SFC, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing now that... Well, how did... Let's start with how did you get on Sheer Genius? I got on Sheer Genius because all of my raw talent. Raw talent. <laughs> no, I got on Sheer Genius because I saw the show... You know, at, like this is season three right. of Sheer Genius. So I saw the previous seasons and I love hairdressers. I love what I do. I love the whole thing. So when I first saw the show, I was like stoked because I was like, this is so cool. It's something for hairdressers, about hairdressers. Mm-hmm. But I thought that the, it's so that I thought it was cool. And then two, I thought it was a little bit cheesy because, you know, they made the hairdressers like cut with like tools and cut dog hair just all this like weird wacky type stuff mm. it's the only part i didn't like it but but, but mostly i liked it because i thought it was cool it was like recognizing hairdressers for their talent and skill and i just thought it'd be really fun to do it so then um i heard that they're doing casting calls for it so then i was like i'm gonna try it i'm totally gonna just try it see what happens and just do it because i just thought it would be really cool and where's the casting call? Was it in L.A.? Um, well, they did. Uh, the, the, they first originally went to, like, um, yeah, the casting call was in Sacramento. Oh, okay. They had, like, castings all over the United States, like, major cities. Uh-huh. The year before, for season two, the casting was, like, in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm surprised that yeah. wasn't. So this year they did it in Sacramento. There's, like, a big hair show or something, and so they did, they did it oh, there. Oh, okay. And so, then you also, um, sorry, you also own a salon. Can you tell us the name and where it's located? Yeah, I own a salon that I've been running for the past 15 years. Mm-hmm. I opened it when I was 20 years old. Didn't know a goddamn thing about <laughs> anything. <laughs> but, but um, I, you know, I wanted to create a space that was just killer for hairstylists and also the, the community. And um, I opened it with, like, three friends, two friends, and we got it for really cheap. So we opened it. Did I give you the answers? You said... Plus. I'm losing myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the name of your salon? Oh, yeah. That's where we were. Okay. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you very much. You see my mind. It goes many places. All right. So um, the name of my salon is called Vogue Hair Studio in Pleasanton. Mm-hmm. So I started there. Okay, but you work at a different salon in San Francisco. I work a couple days a week in the Castro. (laughs) (laughs) It's a salon called Spunk. It's on 19th and Collingwood. It's an awesome shop. I work with Susie and just some badass hairdressers. The hairdressers at my salon are kick-ass too. Um, But I've always wanted to work in the Castro, so I'm finally like doing that, and it's been great. Do you do cut and color, or you just uh, cut? I do it all. I do cuts, colors, styling. I'm do like, people sell perm? Yeah, they do. Believe huh, it or not, weird. in the Midwest. No, they do it all over. No perms, totally. Or like they in-house. do frost tips and perms in the yeah. Midwest. I I don't personally. I I will. Well, I don't. I mean, I can, but yeah. I rather refer them to someone who's really great at it. I'm yeah. good at it, but it's not like my choice thing to. Anyways, whatever. You like styling, yeah. But so people still get perms. <laughs> what did you have to do for the audition? Like, do you have to bring someone in and do their hair? <clears throat> yeah, the audition was intense. It was like first you had to submit like this three hundred thousand page quit quiz and questionnaire thing online mm-hmm. with like your resume and bio and everything, and they were really looking for like really high caliber hairdressers because in the previous seasons they selected hairdressers with you know they just got out of beauty school some people did so they just wanted just variety i think Mm -hmm. so this time they really stepped the game up a lot so like they really wanted to know that you had like editorial work you did some celebrity hair 
Plus, you had to do this 3,000-page thing. Quiz. <laughs> Quiz. You had to be literate. Yeah. 3,000 pages? Oh, okay, okay. She's I'm exaggerating. Not, I am exaggerating, but it did take me a couple hours, for real. There yeah. was, like, like, like 500. It was heavy. Just to kind of see your personality? Yeah. Or? Just to kind of see your personality, your background. It was a lot of, like, you know, like, your education, mm-hmm. your level. So what celebrity hair have you done? I've done... Um, Rose McGowan's hair. Oh. She's hot. She is super hot. Yeah. She's awesome. I've done her hair. Um, I've done Allie Phil. <laughs> Allie Hilfiger's hair. Oh, is she the daughter? Yeah. Yeah. And I did. There's an artist. She's not super huge though. Um, Anne Hudson is her name. Hmm. It's Kate Hudson's Singer? cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you go to them to do hair, or did they just happen to come into your shop? Well, um. But you were like contracted out. Yeah, I was contracted. Tra- yeah, I was. I was doing that. Freelance. that. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you just get off work? I just got out of Bikram Yoga. Oh, yes. no wonder your mind is mush right now. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Yes, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's so exciting. I'm so stoked that I'm like here with you guys and doing this. Um, so how did you get hooked up with those gigs? Um, I did like freelance work, so it was oh. just like through. I didn't have an agent at the time, so it was mostly just like word of mouth through other makeup artists I worked mm-hmm. with. I lived in New York for about four years, and during my time there, I helped launch a hair academy and um, did hair shows with for hairdressers. I was, I'm like a hairdresser's hairdressers. I teach advanced hairdressers mm-hmm. how to cut and color, so I did a lot of that. And then I just got like some freelance gig on the side with MTV. Mm, very cool. Yeah, and Body and Bath. So I kind of like, for as far as like my professional background, I've done like pretty much all genres of like right. hairdressing. Right. Yeah. Very cool. I did not know this yeah. from you, my friends. Mm-hmm. Sugar dang dang. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny that like I just I'm friends with these two people that went on reality shows. Like I was friends with Jamie before she went on Top Chef, and then. And you, you know, never knew just, this much about him. Yeah, I had no idea. Awesome. Yeah, it's because you're awesome. Because you're dang. a lesbian and Is you know, you're sad? tracked <laughs> Is that sad that I need to have you on my show to like actually spend time with you? Oh No, it's not. We're busy people. You know how it We're goes. We're all busy people. Yeah. Yeah. So I know a lot of hairdressers, you know, it's like your therapist. Like you go in and you talk to him for the hour. You're getting your hair done. And you have all these stories. What's the craziest stories you've heard mm. getting your hair, like doing someone's hair? Um, well, like a lot of different crazy stuff, like a lot of affairs, unfortunately. Like, it's oh, not like man. happy or cute or nice, but it is, is the that Castro or tr- Pleasanton? Uh, well, both, right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say definitely both, yeah, places. Um, I, I've spent more time in Pleasanton, so I got more dirt there, mm-hmm. uh, but like. That you got a lot of blackmail. A lot of blackmail. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, look, pay for your haircut, okay? Um, you get a lot of that, and it sucks because you do like the like both couples, and you know what's going on, and you got it. I, I just so try to like, yeah. So like, that's some crazy stuff. The other things are like psychotic, like stalker type people. Yeah, people who get stalkers, and what else? Like your customers a stalker, or your no, customer being has a stalker. By okay, got it. People, and then what else? But yeah, you hear, like, wild things. Um, Have you ever had anyone ask you to do a haircut that you absolutely refused to do? You were like, no, I don't <laughs> want to be responsible for that. You know, when... Don't like, give me the Shane haircut. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, 
in my younger years, I would do whatever people wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. But now as like more of a seasoned stylist, if I know something's not going to look right on you, I'm not going to yeah. do it. And I'll yeah. tell you why. Yeah. You know, it's more like I put something together on someone than just do something they asked me to. But the funniest story I have is I had this one lady come in one time and I swear on everything. She had like a straight up like rat nest like <laughs> no. right in front like here. In like 80s bangs? It wasn't. It was like a straight up rat nest. Like she backcombed it and like put a bunch of hair, wet oh. hairspray. It looked, it looked it was gnarly looking. It was like right, like right in front of her forehead, and then like the back of it was like all long, like a uh, mullet. Yeah, and it, like hardcore, and the sides were like sh- short. And she like wanted the back of it permed and. Oh my god! At the time, yeah, and she's like, she's like, I want my hair to look like a rat's. I'd like four different hairstyles, please. I know this was not in the Castro. This was not in the Castro, no. But um, but again, it was like when I was younger, so I like did what she asked me to do. It was so disgusting. Uh, I did her hair like three or four times, and I like cringed the whole time I was doing it. What like if she came goes, back three or four yes. times and was like, I'd like the same thing, well, please. All four styles. Yes. I think she, someone else did her hair that way. And then she came to me and she wanted me to like basically what duplicate it. What if she it. goes on like National oh, Enquirer and says, Arzo from Sheer Genius did my hairstyle. <laughs> well, actually, so she, so my salon is located right next to this like supermarket. And uh-huh. so anyways, one of the days and I, every time she'd come in, I'd try to like convince her out of this like gnarly ass haircut yeah. style thing. Yeah. Thing. We'll just refer to it as thing one. Thing. <laughs> um, so long story short, I, she probably got tired of me trying to convince her con- out of yeah, it. Yeah, convince her out of it. And she went somewhere else. And I hadn't seen her again ever. And I, I saw her again. 20 years later with the same haircut? <laughs> it was different. It was everything minus the perm. Ooh. Oh baby steps. God. Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, so the mullet's sad. coming back, right? So she could totally rock that. No, the mullet's gone. <laughs> totally I don't Where know. Are you? She, she was a little punctified, but anyways, you see it all, right? <laughs> wow. That's crazy. So do you like cutting um, queer haircuts more? I love working on the gays. Do you think that there's more room to do, like, creative stuff or what you oh, want? Oh, hells yeah. I, I love it. I love turning out all my lesbian friends and <laughs> newbians. Yes. Nice. Glamify them. Give them well, that we edge. Your redefine. New... My, whole, my whole objective is, like, bringing the level up. And if you check it out, too, like, lesbians are so hot these days. Yeah. Totally. It's all because We're of Arzo. We coming up in this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Who would you most like to work on if you could pick anybody's hair to do? Celebrity or regular person? Probably celebrity. celebrity. Or regular person. Give us both. Okay. Um, hmm. And don't call out one of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Jay Church, I'm your hair get, is foul. I'm going to get 500 tags from the same person like, why do you have her on your show? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay, I don't want to do Madonna's hair. Yeah. Would what would to, you do to it? I would just hook it up. I don't know. She's like. I would just want to hang out with her mostly. <laughs> I just want to kick it. It's totally personal reasons. <laughs> I just want to go down on her. Oh, did I just say no, that? No, I don't want to do all that, all that noise. Whoa. No. <laughs> but I want to do her hair. You know, I think she'd be cool to hang out with, and she's got awesome hair, and it would just be nice for her to get Arzo styled. Totally. Nice. Arzo styled. Yeah. Nice. That should be a new trademark. Yeah. Arzo style. Arzo style. Yep. <laughs> what regular person? Well... I don't know. Careful. I don't know anyone regular, so I guess no one. I, I only know celebrities. <laughs> That's like I only have a hundred dollar. Do you have change? <laughs> so, um, what can we expect from this season? I mean, generally, I know you can't tell us like 
um, details, but how does it differ from the other seasons, or why should we watch? Well, well, we're gonna. Well, watch you, sh- you should regardless. watch because I'm on it and I'm dope and I'm like a piece of San Francisco representing. So holla, holla. <laughs> and you guys need to go online and vote for me too. There's like a oh, there's an choice. online voting. Yeah, like a viewer's choice thing. What do you get if you win? Ten thousand dollars. Holla. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so there's two separate. Uh, there's a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And then there's the ten thousand dollars from online viewers. Yeah. San nice. Francisco they didn't have that it. for the second season. No, did they? they did. They did, but it's not oh. one of those things they like totally promote yeah well we so, will thank you everybody get on it vote for ours so how would people it. know unless like it's their friends of I the don't, people that are on the they show they go on podcasts like this and they announce it to our legions of fans you and are... they go on and vote okay anyway yeah, i don't know <laughs> i wasn't asking you j church but anyways <laughs> i'll tell you anyways <laughs> you are on one right now Shh. hush yes I'm done. Arza. I'm done no um <laughs> What was the question? Was there a question? I thought there was a question. <laughs> Never mind. She's wanting to know how people would know. About what? About the contest. Oh. Why they don't, you know, kind of advertise it or whatnot. Probably. I have no idea. They they try to get you to, like, go play games because there's different games and different little things you could do online. They're really okay. pumping Bravo. Bravo's got oh, some cool stuff on I there, too. I know, because at the end of the show, they tell you <clears> to go on their website and that's how you would probably read up on oh vote for your yeah. favorite contestant or yeah whatnot. or like the favorite hairstyle and yeah, yeah, yeah stuff like that okay um did you think d should have won last year that was her name d right yes. yeah did you think she should have won the lesbian yeah because i'm always gonna go for the lesbians and the gays no but she <laughs> actually like did really well she won like three of the uh challenges or something she I'm- always did the same haircut she didn't do. She had the bob a definite. With like the flat bangs. She had a definite look, but I don't think she did that every time. Fair enough. I mean, I'm not knocking her. I'm just saying. Yeah, I might have to give it to D. I don't know, but honestly, I should have watched more. I've watched maybe like three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I like D's work. It was good. I think I don't. I don't remember though. Hmm. But, but I don't know. Do you think she should have won? Um, I I did. I, I mean I I'm not upset that she won. I was just. I'm Is there anyone else that it. stuck out in your head? I thought the blonde show? chick was hot, but I mean. Oh, Nicole. That, yeah. Oh man, she didn't know shit. She was the one that was fresh out of. She beauty school. did not know anything. Yeah. I was no, she for. Was, the, um, I thought that chick Gail that was on there was cool, and there was that one Mexican guy. I don't remember Gail. I don't remember a lot of the guys at all. Honestly. Yeah. I don't. Know. I guess you can see where my focus is. But but I think I think this <laughs> this season the. This th- season, the the stylists that they picked are like a lot more interesting and fun and really like outstanding hairdressers. I mean, that's good. Yeah, a lot of competition for you. No, <laughs> I fucking smoke the asses. But you know what? It's not even about like. <laughs> but you can't tell us what happened on the show. I can tell you, nothing is as it seems, and whatever with that show. <laughs> but I know that my shit's better than uh, like all those people on there. Not to, like, be all big and mighty, but I know my shit's fucking dope and tight. And <laughs> there's a lot of other great hairdressers on there, too, but... It, but it's not Arzo's style. What, the other people? Yeah. No, of course not. It's only one and only, right here. In your face. <laughs> right <laughs> in your e-hole. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Arzo. We look forward to watching the rest of the season and seeing what happens. Yeah, it's going to be great. It'll be good drama. We'll have to have you back on when they announce that you won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you have me back on. <laughs> right on. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Peace. 
All right. Well, if you want to find out more about Arzo and where she's working now, you can check out Vogue Hair Studio in Pleasanton or Spunk, or it's actually VogueHairStudio.com. Or um, for the Castro, it's SpunkSalon.com. So you'll want to hit her up and make your appointments early for the Arzo style. <laughs> and then if you want to find out more about um, Sheer Genius, you know, obviously it's on BravoTV.com. So go there and vote for her so she can get the big bucks. And that's about it for today's show. I think this is what, episode 36? And be sure to check out our website at thelesbianpodcast.com. That's all. Stay sexy, San Francisco. Was it good for you?